0: On the Crimson Tide Sports Network, from Learfield IMG College, this is Crimson Tide Rewind.
1: He runs to the 10, he's running to the 5, he is to the goal.
0: from the brand new Baumhauer's Victory Grill in Vestavia Hills. Welcome to Crimson Tide Rewind presented by AT&T, America's Best Network. Reminding you that networks like college football should never be just okay. Best Network based on GWS1 score September 2019. And by Bud Light. This football season, keep it crisp with Bud Light. Please drink responsibly. Crimson Tide Rewind is also brought to you by Dreamland Barbecue. Ain't nothing like them nowhere. And a proud supporter of the Crimson Tide. And by Golden Flake, the official potato chip of the Alabama Crimson Tide. Now live, this is Crimson Tide Rewind. Good evening, everybody. Welcome
1: to Baumhauer's Victory Grill here in Vestavia, the final edition of Crimson Tide Rewind for the 2019 season, presented by AT&T and Bud Light. I'm Eli Gold, Corey Reamer, alongside... Our engineer is Todd Robbins. Good to see you, sir. How yeah, you doing? Good to see you. Happy Thanksgiving. And happy Thanksgiving.
2: You did you have a good Thursday? Yeah, we did. Ate too much as always, but yep. it was a lot of good it was a good time, as always. Must admit the Thursday was a little bit better than the yeah, Saturday. Yes, it was. I wish the I wish the Thursday would have rolled over into the weekend, but that's the way it goes sometimes. Those games, uh,
1: I don't know if anybody expected uh, the second highest scoring iron bowl in history 48 uh, 45 obviously the Auburn Tigers getting the win uh, I don't know exactly what I expected but yeah. I don't know if I expected uh, you know 90 some odd points
2: yeah I think it was hard to put your thumb on what this year's game was going to look like uh, Alabama obviously um, the defense has had some question marks going into the season and throughout the year uh, not exactly the typical defense that you're used to seeing and then you've got Auburn's defense who's uh, ranked up there in a lot of the different categories as one of the best defenses that we've seen this yep. year and so we expected uh, you know you're right I don't know what it what, it, what we were really expecting but I, I didn't think it was going to be uh coach Saban's largest or uh, the most amount of points on an Alabama defense right. and since coach Saban's been there for and sure of course you didn't know what Mac
1: Jones was going to do and as yeah. it turns out Alabama puts up almost double the number of points that Auburn had given up all season long, and Mac played well, exclusive, obviously, of those uh, two pick sixes that I know he'd love to have back.
2: Yeah, if you look at his overall uh, performance from the weekend, I think if you look at the box score and the stats that he put up, I mean, I think he did over 330 yards passing. Uh, mm-hmm. His completion percentage was pretty strong, and with the decisions that he made, um, I thought were pretty you know pretty good decisions overall, except for those two plays. You know, uh, but I think we we learned a lot about Mac Jones this weekend. Yeah. Um, he went out there, got after it, played extremely well, and you, like, if you could just take those two throws back, you know, one of them I think the ball sailed on him a little bit, but Uh, Overall, he really grinded it out all the way. He showed a lot of grit and uh, a lot of poise. Uh, you know, coming in after you know fourth and seven with a game on the line, makes mm-hmm. a play with his feet. Yep, Not, didn't just do it with his arm. He did a lot of the good things, and I think Alabama. You know, you know, two is leaving next year. We won't have him back next year. Now we've got Mac Jones and a few other guys. There's going to be a competition. I think a lot of people probably gave the job to either Talia or to the guy that's coming in from California. But I think Mac Jones put, for a lot of Alabama fans. You know, depends on who you listen to, but. Uh, most of them were pretty excited the way that he played. I was, for sure, yeah. from, a, from a, a fan standpoint, for sure.
1: We talked about it during
2: the broadcast,
1: and I don't know if you were listening to us or watching the, the CBS telecast, but I'm, I, I brought it up at one point uh, late in the day with John Parker Wilson revisiting Coach Sabin and I on our pregame show. Yeah, And the coach said to me uh, on the air, he said, you know, he said, Mac Jones is a starting quarterback for most any team in the SEC. Not every one, certainly. He said, but Mac Jones starts at quarterback for most any team in the Southeastern Conference. And that was the biggest and most decisive, other than, you know, where we've got a lot of confidence in Mac. We like him, this, this, this. That was the most decisive uh, I don't want to even say endorsement, just an assessment of his talent that I'd heard from coach Saban.
2: Yeah. I think if you, uh, it's, it's big words, you know, and I think if you had Mac Jones in Auburn before, you know, this past off season, there's a pretty good chance that he's probably starting for those guys, you know, going into this season with the competition that they had. Uh, but everybody's going to get compared to Tua and it's going to be tough going forward for everybody that follows him is that Tua set the, set the bar so yeah. high. Well, there's nobody in America, right? Like Tua, and it's just that's just the way it's going to be, though. I yeah. mean, and now Alabama fans, and rightfully so have an expectation. We, you know, we've had good quarterbacks in the past, but Tua has set the bar to another level. We've never really had a, a guy that's been a quarterback who's probably going to get picked as early or definitely before the injury, you know, going into the NFL draft. I mean, so this is a once-in-a-lifetime, once-in-a-generation type quarterback that we haven't had in a long time. But Mac, obviously like we discussed last week, is a four-star recruit. The guy got recruited by everybody. He's got plenty of talent, and everybody just a little skeptical because he was the backup. But that doesn't mean he's not capable of probably playing at most other schools in the SEC, but he chose to come to Alabama because he knew what the University of Alabama was about. And he could have probably walked into any other school to start as a freshman, but he saw more of a long-term goal and he's, he's waited his time and this was his moment. And he actually played, he played above a lot of people's expectations if you really are objective about it.
1: I wonder how many people going into the season figured that the number one receiver was going to be Devontae Smith with 1,200 yards and 13 touchdowns, and that Jalen Waddell would have six receiving touchdowns, play as spectacularly as he has, and that Najee Harris would have been running uh, for better than 1,100 yards and uh, 11 touchdowns. Uh, You knew these guys were good, but, you know, in that equation, Jerry Judy, I didn't mention him. Now, he had more receptions than anybody, but uh, they, they, a lot of folks took them out of games yeah, absolutely. because of the coverage. And uh, by goodness, did Devontae and Jalen ever step up? Jalen Waddle.
2: We, uh, we saw those guys early. Henry Ruggs and uh, Jerry Judy both early get a lot of attention from, from Tua, uh, catch a lot of passes. Get a, they had big games early in the season. And you knew it was just a matter of time that, you know, opposing defenses as we got into the meat of the SEC uh, schedule, their number one goal was going to be able to was to try to take those guys away from the offense. And the the benefactor of that was the fact we've got two other receivers and sure. Devontae Smith and Jalen Waddle that are also just now. I'm not going to even compare them from a one. You know, who's the best out of the four? But they're all equally talented. They're all going to make, uh, you know, make hay in, in the NFL. They're always, they're all going to be high draft picks. Unfortunately for us, we're losing three of them. You know, next year we got Jalen Waddle coming back, but he showed up in a big way, uh, not just on the offensive side of the ball, but on special teams as well. But you're you're absolutely right. You, probably nobody ever would have guessed that that jerry judy was not going to be the guy that was leading us in a number of receptions which he is but especially in total yards
1: yeah he ended up with 959 yards in the regular season averaging 13.5 yards per catch Devonte smith in six fewer receptions had almost 300 more yards averaging 18 and a half yards per catch and 13 touchdowns and how about uh, Jalen waddle not just the receiving job but uh, uh, the return game. I mean, uh, sometimes uh, he he runs it back for touchdowns or yep. for huge numbers. Obviously, he's number one in America in uh, punt returns uh, at this point. But uh, you know, if nothing else, even if they don't kick it to him, they kick it away from him, and that alters what the other team
2: wants to do. Yeah, it's just one more thing that the coach has to think about. And do we want to kick it to him? And they were doing everything they can. Uh, to not kick it to him, and even the last play of the game, which yeah. turned out to be uh, a bad one for us, but the whole point of Gus Malzahn doing what he did before, sure. before they, we ended up getting the penalty for 12 men on the field, he was trying to avoid at all costs Having to, to kick have the ball. to kick to Jalen Waddle because he knows how electric that guy is and how quickly he can change the game. He'd already done it. Auburn had the momentum going into uh, halftime. Uh, and they had just scored a big touchdown. I think they went up 17-7, to or maybe it was a little bit more than that, but uh, ended up kicking off to Jalen Waddell, and he quickly responds with a 100-yard kickoff return for a touchdown, and it brings Alabama right back in, and the momentum swings back in our favor, and we end up finishing the half with the momentum until a little bit of a – I guess the referees took over and changed that a little bit for us. The interception by Smoke
1: Monday made it 17-10 Auburn. And then uh, the 98-yard kickoff return tied it at 17-all there in the uh, second quarter of play. You know,
2: he's just like we've had in Alabama has been known for guys that are this electric. We've seen we always seem to, you know, you go back to Deuce Palmer, you got Javier Arenas. There's always been those guys that can change the game in one play. And that's why Coach Sabin's always had an emphasis on special teams just as much as offense as defense because it, it can flip in just a second. And those guys have always been electric. And uh, Jalen Waddell, you put – you watch the replay of that uh, kickoff return and you see him look over to his right and there's an Auburn guy who's got an angle on him mm. and then he puts it into another gear and, and just leaves him in the dust yeah. yeah and there's nothing you can yeah. do about it I mean he's just got elite speed of course
1: Auburn again goes on to post the victory we'll talk more about it as uh, we continue here on this uh, Monday night our final regular season edition and our final season uh, Final edition of this show for this football season, Crimson Tide Rewind, presented by ET and Bud Light. Don't forget, starting next Monday night, uh, Hey Coach is going to move from Thursdays to Monday. There won't be a Nick Saban show, obviously, as we transition towards the uh, regular basketball season and then uh, the start of all of the winter time sports. But uh, starting next Monday, from six until seven, the one-hour edition of Hey Coach will be coming your way from Baumhauer's Victory Grill in Tuscaloosa. Roger Hoover will be behind the microphone for that one. Right now, though, we're going to uh, break away and take care of some business. But I do want to remind you that as we uh, transition towards the winter and spring sports, remember to stay up to date with the latest on the Crimson Tide by tuning in to Tide TV this week. It's presented by Renaissance Bank Check your local listings for the air times in your area. And don't forget that Tide TV this week is also available online and on demand at RollTide.com. Right now, we invite you to stay tuned. More of Crimson Tide Rewind, live from Baumhauer's newest Victory Grill on Highway 31 in Vestavia. Baumhauer's Victory Grill, legendary fun, legendary food. This is the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Matt Jones. Under center. It's under going to be louder center. down here in the end zone. You've got to keep your focus. Under center. Gets the snap. Fakes the toss. Hand off Najee. Finds an opening. A six yard run that made it 10 3 Alabama. That capped off a 14 play, 75 yard drive in six minutes and 51 seconds and route to what was a near 100 yard first half for Najee Harris. Again, with all the talk and rightfully so about the Auburn defensive front, Alabama actually uh, played well in that regard and as we say, put up uh, almost double the number of points that Auburn had allowed in any game this season they had given up what 24 against the florida gators and uh, bam ends up scoring 45.
2: yeah the offense definitely was not the problem in terms of putting points on the board i think that was one of the the key things that we were watching going into this game that we were going to discuss is how was alabama's offense going to be able to establish the run against one of the you know one of the better defensive line units in the country uh, with Marlon Davidson and Derek Brown, both those guys probably going to be uh, some early round picks. Whenever they decide to yeah. come out in the that NFL to as well,
1: Big Cat Bryant and yeah. Tyrone Truesdell, who are not exactly the runts of the litter yeah. at 6'5", 247, and six three three ten.
2: Yeah, they've recruited well at that position. It's always been a position that they've uh, had some really good athletes, uh, and Kevin Steele has done a great job of. We weren't really sure what the scheme was going to be of, of what they were going to come out and do against uh, an offense that we were going to put on the field. We saw what they did against LSU running, a, you know, an unfamiliar scheme with a, with a 3-1-7 type uh, defense, you know, something that you don't see to, uh, a lot from, uh, from defenses these days. And we weren't sure if we were going to see a lot more. Of that it seems like they came out with a different game plan. But. Uh, the main thing we wanted to do was, especially with Mac Jones being a quarterback, was to go in and establish the run. And uh, Najee has just been uh, on the incline this year. Oh, sure. I mean, he has played every game. It seems like he is just building off the game before. And uh, and this one was no different. You know, being able to put 181, 180 yards rushing on that defense. That was uh, averaging a
1: just a 109.6 yeah, defensively. Exactly, yeah. yeah,
2: and, um, you know, so he goes in and he has... Uh, 27 attempts for 146 yards I think is what his total numbers were and uh, he, he was a huge element uh, in this offense being able to open up a lot of other things for Mac Jones feeling more comfortable uh, and he really established himself just from a toughness standpoint he was finishing runs it wasn't yeah. easy you know we watched Auburn's unfortunately Auburn's running backs hitting holes and being sure. untouched and gaining you know eight to ten yards a pop a couple of times and Najee's was going through, and he was really having to work a lot for his yard sometimes, but and also made plays out of the backfield catching the ball uh, as well. Um, But that was, you know, it was a shocker to me how much we were, how much success we had on the off not a shocker, but you know, you all, that's all we heard about was how yeah. how is Alabama gonna be able to do anything against this defense. And the
1: title out only one sack yeah. to a team that had stacked the other team's quarterback yeah. 26 times yeah. going in.
2: Now give it Auburn credit, they did play well. They had eight tackles for loss, I oh, think. Gosh, yeah. You know, they were they were in the backfield and even though the sacks weren't there, they were definitely getting pressure. Uh, Marlon Davison, Derek Brown up the middle, they those guys earned uh, the reputation that they have of being disruptors. Uh, on that field but our offensive line that was the biggest test this year for sure Uh, how are we going to be able to handle these guys and Jedrick Wills and and all all those guys across the front did a phenomenal job of picking up blitzes and uh, and establishing the run and we were really pushing Auburn's defensive line back a lot uh, which was great to see Uh, and Najee Harris was a benefactor of that of course, uh, the Bama
1: offensive line this year, one of the semifinalists for the Joe Moore Award, which goes annually to the top offensive line in America. They were on that uh, finalist list, or the semifinalist list, along with Clemson, Georgia, Kentucky, LSU, Wisconsin, Ohio State, Oklahoma, Oregon, and Washington. So, uh, Pretty high company. Yep. There were, unfortunately, uh, a number of yeah. penalties um, uh, off that group, uh, not only this se- uh, this week, but uh, over the course of the season. But nevertheless, uh, whether uh, Leatherwood and Neal and Dickerson and Deontay
2: Brown and Jedrick Wills, uh, they are talented uh, ball players. They stood up to the challenge, and there was a lot of question marks at the beginning of the season. We were shuffling a lot of guys around, trying to figure out who the final five guys were going to be for that sure. starting offensive line, but... We knew going into this game it was going to be a hostile environment, and we talked about it last week. It's like a black hole. Something just about that place is it's one of the tougher environments on the road for SEC opponents to go into, and it was loud, and they had a lot of momentum behind them, and unfortunately five false starts. Uh, Not typical, you know, I think 13 total penalties overall.
1: Some 97 yards. Yeah,
2: and and unfortunately, Auburn had six or seven penalties themselves for a pretty good amount of yards as well, but they weren't in as critical a moment as it seemed like our penalties were, uh, really backing us up either early on in the downs or uh, for a defensive standpoint, giving them first downs or, or backing us up on third and short when we had an opportunity to convert first downs and we ended up not. Uh, you know, that's one of those things that you're not used to seeing, um, that those mistakes that we were making, but you can understand you were there, you understand how loud it was. And, you know, it can, it's easy to jump when you're, uh, when everything's working against you and you're trying to block those guys that are across from you, that you, all you've heard about is how, how great they are. But when they were in sync, they opened up some major league holes. Yeah, they did. And they did a great job. I mean, it's, this is probably a group, um, that has come the furthest where there might have been a question mark early on in the season where towards the end of the year, we felt extremely confident with that group going out there. They've done a phenomenal job of growing together, creating a little chemistry along the line uh, and and really protecting whoever it was at quarterback uh, extremely well. What was it like for you playing in the Iron Bowl? Uh, it was, you know, for me, it was, it was a special game. Unfortunately, I, my senior year, tore a hamstring and could, the game before yeah, and didn't get to play. play. Yeah. And that was probably the biggest disappointment of my career was it was the game we always look forward to. And you always, you know, you throw the record books out. And I think that was one of the things that we went into this week. All the pressure was on Alabama to win this ball game. All the talks of, where is it we got to win this ball game to get a chance to make it into the college football playoff Uh, and it it was on us. And that's the scary thing when you go into an iron bowl with that situation, in my opinion, because we had the same thing in 2009. We had the opportunity to go play for a national championship when it was the BCS. Right. And Auburn's, I wouldn't say they didn't have anything to play for because they had everything to play for It's the iron bowl. Yeah. And that, uh, that throws, you know, a different wrench in the whole thing. Uh, but when they have the ability to play free and they're playing spoiler, they just somehow, they turn it up. They're very good in that position. But uh, it's one of the favorite, my favorite games to play. And unfortunately for me, I was on the tail end of the Tommy Tuberville years. Yeah. And then that 2008 game, I'll never forget, was in Tuscaloosa, and we just trounced them. I think it was 38 to nothing, and it was one of the best games. I've never been so excited. We took more pictures on the field after the game. I don't feel, I don't feel like we left Brian Denny till midnight. We stuck yeah. around and enjoyed every moment of that because it had been so long since we won that ball game. And then to win the way that we did in 2009 with a – seven-minute drive at the end of the ball game and hitting Roy Upchurch in the end zone to go up and, yep. and to send us to the, to the SEC championship. It always comes down to this game. There's always something riding on this game. Sure. I mean, it's, it's, I don't know when, I don't remember the last time that an Iron Bowl didn't have some sort of implications for postseason play. Mm-hmm. It's been a long time. And of course, in eight of the last 10 years,
1: going into this Saturday's game, the winner of the game had gone on to play in the national championship
2: yeah, game. So, so that's uh, totally unheard of. Yeah, it exactly. It really is. So. And, and it's the first year that I think that one of these two teams hasn't been, uh, uh, yeah, you like what you just said. Yeah. One of these two teams is not moving on for a chance to play in it. Yeah, go and figure. Yeah, unfortunately for us, that was on uh, our side of the ball. Hey, folks, a quick reminder that the 2020
1: Crimson Tide Cruise is coming up in February. Heck, it's almost here. Time for me to break out the speedo. There you go, well, please. Well, maybe not. No, maybe <laughs> No <not>. pictures. <laughs> Bama fans, listen, you can sign up now for the second Crimson Tide cruise going this year from New Orleans to Progreso and Cozumel, Mexico. February 10th through the 15th, you've got former Crimson Tide legends. There's going to be like 40 or 50 of them on board. Dalvin Tomlinson, Josh Jacobs, Sean Dion Hamilton, Rashad Johnson... Dante Hightower, so many more. It's going to be a boatload of fun. If you'd like to join us, you can book now before it sells out. Hey, give yourself a nice Christmas gift. Book yourself onto the Crimson Tide Cruise. Go online, crimsontidecruise.com. But do, do it now because the selection of cabins will never be better than it is right now. Crimson Tide Rewind, our final show of the season, presented by AT&T and Bud Light, Eli Gold, along with Corey Reamer. We are live at Baumhauer's Victory Grill here in Vestavia on the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield IMG College.
3: Hello, it's me, the designer jeans in the back of your closet. What happened to us? I used to summer in the Hamptons, and now I'm stuck behind a pair of sweats. Okay, maybe I never really fit you right, but I got a lot more Sunday fun days left in me. So take me to Goodwill, where I can really make a difference.
4: Your donations to Goodwill create jobs, training programs, and education assistance for people in your community. To find your nearest donation center, go to goodwill.org. Donate stuff. Create jobs. A message from
0: Goodwill and the Ad Council. Okay, forest animals. Kids are coming to the forest, and it's up to us to make their visit a good one. Sparrow.
3: Long ago, you wouldn't think of galloping on a horse while doing calligraphy. And you wouldn't have attempted to ride your bike while typing a letter. Yet you think you can safely operate a multi-ton vehicle while texting? Behind the wheel is no place to multitask. If you want to BRB, drive now and text later. Lives depend on it. Visit stoptextstoprex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, Noise, and the Ad Council.
0: I love card night. You ready, boys?
2: You got a king?
1: Go, fish, dad.
0: Oh, come on. (laughs) This is WWE superstar Titus O'Neil. It only takes a moment to make a moment. Take time to be a dad today. Learn more at 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S.
4: Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Queens have mastered the art of tuning out. Jen, there's a spider in the car. We're turning your room into a home gym. See? Nothing. But some messages need to get through. Like making sure they're buckled up the whole ride every time. Do whatever it takes to make your child listen. Jen, I friended your boyfriend. Wait, what? Buckle up, sweetie.
0: Never give up until they buckle up. Learn more at safercar.gov slash kidsbuckleup. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council.
1: it's kicked. Waddle from the 1 to the 5. Cuts left at the 10. Stays left at the 15. Up the middle, 20. He'll cut to the outside, 25-30. He gets outside the contain. Now the left sideline. 20, 10, 5. Touchdown, Alabama! 99 yards on the kickoff return by one of America's most impressive kick and punt returners, Jalen Waddle touchdown Alabama officially it was 98 yards but what's a yard among friends still a heck of yeah, a yeah. run
2: yeah it was it was a uh, a turning point in the game for sure brought Alabama back after losing a little bit of momentum and uh I was actually with a guy that was calling it right before they kicked it off he said 17 is going to be the guy he's going to get us back in this game and uh sure enough uh, he did yeah. in a very big way. You know,
1: I went back on my uh, in my prep work to see who all had recruited Jalen Waddle mm-hmm. coming out of uh, Episcopal High School down in uh, Houston, Texas. And a, a cursory look at the notes that I was able to dig up. He was recruited by Auburn, Florida, FSU, Georgia, LSU, Miami, Michigan, Notre Dame, Oklahoma, Texas, Texas A&M, UCLA, basically everybody in america yeah, who
2: didn't want him yeah i everybody. think you probably have a shorter list of who didn't who did make an offer exactly
1: exactly well it true.
2: shows i mean we yeah. saw on saturday what kind of athletic ability he has and how much of a game changer he can be and uh like you said we talked about earlier not just uh not just on the offensive side of the ball being tucked behind three guys that are are, are great wide receivers but uh and a biggest impact that he's had so far with the uh, having to compete for catches with these other wide receivers has sure. been on the special team side of the, of the ball, and it's like you said we said earlier, it's a huge game changer.
1: Hey, by the way, I want to say a big thank you to our friends at Alabama Eight One One. They have been a sponsor of this show and our Thursday evening Hey Coach and Nick Saban show uh, for a number of years now. Remember, folks, always contact Eight One One. Before you dig to know what's below, you can call 811 or if it's easier for you, go online to al811.com. I don't know how many things really, I mean, a score surprised me, I think, not only regardless of who won, I don't know, like I said earlier, if I expected uh, 93 points to be put up on the board, but a lot of things that we did talk about going into the game last week actually came to pass.
2: Yeah, it was. And we, we discussed last week that we're not really sure how this is going to pan out, but we knew that some factors that were going to change the outcome of the game were going to be field position, turnovers, and mistakes. And uh, the field position battle was really one that kind of surprised me. I looked it up today to see what our average starting field position was. And for us, it was on our 32-yard line. Right. <clears throat> With Auburn, it was on their 43 I mean, that's a big difference. If you think about an average, I think each team had around 13 or 14 drives. If you're you're giving them a starting field position at the 42-yard line, that's a huge advantage. Uh, uh for them and that was something that we definitely wanted uh, to to be able to determine pin, trying to pin these guys back deep make make Bo Nix beat us with his arm make them put together a lot of long drives unfortunately we gave them a lot of short fields uh and we had to put together some longer drives which we did which we ate up the clock i mean i think our time of possession comparison was, significantly was higher yeah we yeah. had the ball for 35 course, minutes you, you
1: can't discount the two pick sixes yeah, that happened yeah, And that's 14 points right there. You you, you can't overlook that. Yeah,
2: you definitely can't. I mean, that takes no time off the clock for yeah. sure. But, uh, you know, it was still, you know, the, the one thing that I noticed as well is that we did not have a punt that pinned them deep inside their own 20-yard line. They yeah. never start. We never pinned them inside the 20-yard line from, from a punt standpoint. And that just, you know, they're... There's a lot of scoring going on, so there wasn't sure. exactly a ton of punts that happened. But still, when we had the opportunity to, uh, we did it. And, and I think Alabama got stuck back in their inside their 20-yard line a couple of times. Um, you know, those are the things that you. And the, the, with uh, we only had one three-and-out forced as well yep. on defense. I mean, and this is an Iron Bowl that we're not used to seeing with this score, obviously. Sure. So and you expect there's not going to be a lot of three-and-outs uh, when you've got this type of score going on, but. It's not something that you expect to see out of these two teams with the, going into it with these types of defenses that we had one three and out. We forced one three and out, and they forced two three and outs. That's it. I That's mean, it. There have been yeah. offenses were moving the ball all over the place, and we thought going into it as well that – Bo Nix and that offense hasn't exactly been stellar. You know, we didn't expect them, even though our defense hasn't been up to the par that Alabama expected to be, we expected to be able to get some stops and get off the field and give our offense the ball back, and it just didn't come to fruition like we hoped.
1: That is the voice of Corey Reamer. I'm Eli Gold. And a quick reminder, folks, that you can make your next tailgate legendary. It doesn't matter the sport. If you're out there tailgating, make it a legendary get-together with a bottle of Baumhauer's legendary hot sauce and one of their convenient party-ready trays. Visit Baumhauer's.com tailgate for more information. Baumhauer's Victory Grill, legendary fun, legendary food. More coming up on Crimson Tide Rewind from Baumhauer's Victory Grill in Vestavia here on the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. We've invented a new messaging system using the crisp sounds of Bud Light.
0: Crisp Code, football edition. This is how you say, game tonight. Bring Bud Light. Fantasy fees are due. That's it for today. Brewed with no corn syrup. Bud Light, crisp. Enjoy responsibly. Bud Light Beer, Anheuser Busch, St. Louis,
2: Missouri. This is Micah Andrews at the Foundry Ministries. People ask how they can help, and I say try shopping in our thrift stores or give financially. But I don't usually say just give me your car. Getting rid of your old car can be a huge headache. But when you donate it to the Foundry, we make it easy. Set up an appointment. We pick it up, you get the tax credit. To set up an appointment, visit us at foundryministries.com or text the word VEHICLE to 56512. That's 56512 to donate your car and make a difference.
4: okay is not okay. Whether it's cheerleaders or your wireless network, AT&T is America's best wireless network. Best network based on GWS1 score September 2019.
1: At Alabama, it's all about hard work, commitment, and, of course, championships. At Golden Flake, we focus on the simple southern goodness of flavorful snacks and champion chips. So grab your favorite bag of Golden Flake snacks, because when you tailgate with Golden Flake, you're taking part in an Alabama football tradition. So pick up your favorite Golden Flake potato chips, pork skins, cheese puffs, or our great-for-dipping tortillas, and let the game begin. Golden Flake, the official chip of the Alabama Crimson Tide.
4: I'm Cliff Meidel, two-time Olympic athlete in the sport of sprint kayaking. In 1986, my life changed forever when I struck three buried high-voltage cables while working on an excavation site. 30,000 volts of electricity blew through my body. I'm lucky to be alive and able to walk again. Accidents like mine can be avoided with a simple call to 811.
3: Accidents can happen to anyone. Know what's below. Always call 811 before digging. Brought to you by Alabama 811.
0: Well, the Oranges really need to capitalize here if they want to win the Family Room Championship. There's the snap. Hyper Blue is going for the Blitz. Here's Energetic Orange, dropping back, looks long, throws, and touchdown! SW 6887 Nabel with the 39-yard catch to defeat the Blues. Ask Sherwin-Williams and bring home the color of your team spirit. Visit your neighborhood Sherwin-Williams store today.
1: For the snap on a third and goal from the three. He'll get it. He'll throw towards the back of the end zone. Touchdown! Henry runs the third! That was right after uh, McKinney uh, forced a fumble. Christian Harris recovered it, and that capped off a four play, 57 yard drive. In 58 seconds, it made it Bama 24 17, but of course, from that point on, Uh, The lead just kept changing hands back and forth in a game that had some 10 different lead changes. Welcome back to Crimson Tide Rewind. I know this is definitely a departure from uh, the norm for us here on this show, but uh, I do want to take a moment to offer condolences to um, the family of Pat Sullivan and uh, the Auburn family who held Pat Sullivan so near and dear, former Heisman Trophy-winning quarterback who, of course, uh, was also an assistant coach for Auburn, assistant coach at UAB. Uh, went on to be the head coach at Samford for uh, eight years. And I had the pleasure of getting to know Pat fairly well over the years. And uh, I know so many of you listening in did as well. As you likely heard, he, was, uh, he passed away over the weekend. Uh, inducted into the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. Uh, charter member of the Senior Bowl Hall of Fame. So I uh, just wanted to take a moment here in the middle of all of our talk about Alabama and Auburn to offer our condolences on the passing of Pat Sullivan.
2: Yeah, it's one of the uh, uh, definitely want to pass along our condolences. One of the funnier stories that I tell uh, when I was getting recruited uh, for most of you that know me or know my family, we we grew up in an Auburn household. uh, So when uh, really? Co- yeah, absolutely. Coach Shula came to recruit me, um, and and my dad, was in a, he's sitting right over here, was an Auburn fan. And I said, we, we had somebody offer some Daniel Moore Alabama prints to replace the prints that we had over our couch because Coach Shula was coming uh, to have our in-house dinner with us, and he was right. bringing Charlie Harbison, Coach Cheese. And uh, my dad looked at me. He said, there's no chance. Those are not coming down. This is my house. Uh, They're not coming down. And uh, I remember trying to avoid the living room as much as we possibly could when Coach Shula was there. But hanging above our couch was Pat Sullivan and Terry Beasley. Really? Uh, So, you know, he was... A uh, guy that this very well respected in this state, uh, and I think a lot of people put him in the same context as Bart Starr of being some of the nicest people. Yes, as big as they were in terms of what they did for this sport and what they did after this sport, as big as they were, Heisman Trophy winners. You know he, what he did and how nice he was, and the time that he took with everybody. He was very gracious. E- yeah, he even was. when he was
1: sick and battling yeah. cancer, that's exactly right. Uh, for, he would take time to talk to you for all
2: that he had yep. going on. He had every excuse to not spend time with every single person who came up to him and uh, very well respected in the state. So we just wanted to take
1: a moment, uh, even though this is a Crimson Tide show, we wanted to take a moment to offer condolences to, to the Auburn family and to the family of Pat Sullivan. We're coming back with more as you are listening to Crimson Tide Rewind on the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. There is no substitute for hard work. Just ask the Crimson Tide. At Dex Imaging, they know the meaning of hard work, too. You don't become the best in the office equipment business without it. If you need a copier and printer company that understands hard work, quality, dependability, and customer service, then give Dex Imaging a call or go to DexImaging.com. Dex Imaging, the official copier and printer provider of Alabama athletics.
4: I'm Cliff Meidel, two-time Olympic athlete in the sport of sprint kayaking. In 1986, my life changed forever when I struck three buried high-voltage cables while working on an excavation site. 30,000 volts of electricity blew through my body. I'm lucky to be alive and able to walk again. Accidents like mine can be avoided with a simple call to 811.
3: Accidents can happen to anyone. Know what's below. Always call 811 before digging. Brought to you by Alabama 811.
1: a second down and six down up on their own 42 Mac Jones looks throws Waddle has it gets around the defender he's lightning fast he's to the 30 angles left side 20 down the left side line 10 he's in touchdown Alabama 58 yards Jalen Waddle spectacular his second of his uh, touchdowns on the day and I said in the middle of that play by play, I said, and he's lightning fast. That was the play you were
2: talking about where guys had angles on him and he just left him in the dust. Yeah. And that was the game plan going into it too. Just get these guys the ball in space and they're going to be able to make plays. And he definitely did that right there.
1: Folks, remember, there's not going to be a Hey Coach or Nick Saban show this Thursday as that's done for the season. Hey Coach is now transitioning over to Monday nights at 6 p.m beginning next Monday night, December the 9th, from Baumhauer's Victory Grill in Tuscaloosa, and, of course, here on your local Crimson Tide Sports Network station. Hey, Coach, live from Baumhauer's in Tuscaloosa, starting next Monday night at 6, right here on the network, Roger Hoover will be behind the microphone to take you through that one. Also, a big thank you this evening for all that uh, our friends have done from Dreamland all season long. And they have been a big sponsor of this show. We want to remind you that if you have a taste for winning, Dreamland Barbecue offers the triple threat, dine-in, carry-out, and catering service. Dreamland Barbecue ain't nothing like them, nowhere, and a proud supporter of the Crimson Tide. We're back with more in a moment here on the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield IMG College.
4: All-Season Sports Travel is your official travel partner for traveling with the Tide. Due to the great response from the Bama Nation, All-Season Sports Travel is now sold out of all football regular season packages. However, remember to keep All-Season Sports Travel in mind when planning your Alabama football postseason travel. These are always great destinations with first-class accommodations. Online
0: at travel.com. That's travel.com. Roll Tide with All-Season Sports Travel. In football, a triple threat is a player who can do it all. For barbecue, Dreamland is a triple threat. You can dine in, carry out, or let us cater your next event. For the ultimate tailgating experience, nothing beats a rack of legendary Dreamland ribs with your favorite size. If you've got a taste for winning, treat your team to Dreamland. There ain't nothing like them nowhere. A proud supporter of the Alabama Crimson Tide.
4: Payless Drugs, a local family-owned business with four locations serving the Birmingham metro area, provides fans with everything they need from prescriptions, over-the-counter needs, nutrient depletion supplements, and now offering CBD oils. Payless Drugs makes it easy to transfer prescriptions. Just give us a call and we'll handle the rest, even offering delivery in select areas. Spend less time in line at Payless Drugs. Call us with your needs and we'll notify you when it's ready. Visit mynewpharmacy.com today to make life easier with Payless Drugs.
0: Wanna start an argument with sports fans? Ask who should be the MVP. Everybody has an opinion. This player does this and that player does that, and I could be persuaded either way. But when it comes to an MVP of MPG, yeah, miles per gallon? I made my choice, Chevron with Tecron. Why? Well, number one, it's proven. No gasoline gets better mileage. Number two, no gasoline has more cleaning power to help keep vital engine parts clean. Unbeatable mileage, unbeatable cleaning. You can't argue with that. Chevron with Tecron. Care for your car. Hey, Bama
4: fans, while you're watching the game with friends, keep your stories interesante, like Dos Equis, proud partner of the Crimson Tide Radio Network, and the beer that's scientifically proven to taste like victory. So grab Dos Equis for this weekend and keep it interesante. Roll Tide. Enjoy Dos Equis responsibly. Imported by Cervezas Mexicana's White Plains, New York. Copyright 2019. Dos Equis Beer Brands.
0: SEC and its uncommon majesty, rare is a place where everything means everything. The hype and the hope, confounding and astounding, the sounding of packed stadiums shaking concrete. Take it in. The color of density, the intensity just stand and be here in this place, the birthplace of war.
1: left, one right, Mac looks to the left side, throws, caught, Waddle! No signal, apparently out of bounds. They'll say Waddle, touchdown, Touchdown. Touchdown. now they're saying touchdown. Indeed it was a touchdown for Jalen Waddle, a little uh, lack of a signal there in the corner,
2: but it's all right, it's worth waiting for seven points. Absolutely, we take it all day, I think uh, that was one of the plays that impressed me the most was Uh, Mac Jones being able to handle pressure in his face. uh, I think it was Marlon Davidson that got a good spin move on Landon Mm -hmm. Dickerson. Came right up the middle. Uh, and it was fast, I think. Uh, and Mac Jones throwing off his back foot, keeping his eyes downfield, uh, being able to see the entire picture, and Jalen Waddle streaking across the back of the end zone, uh, making a great throw uh, under pressure. And I thought that showed the poise that he had the entire game. No moment ever got too big for him. He was able to keep calm, stay settled down, and, and uh, not crack under a, a lot of pressure that he was facing a lot of the game. And
1: that was something the guys had seen on the practice field and yeah. were confident. In Mac, A big thank you again as this is our final show of the season. Our big thank you to the folks who have brought you a look at all of our seniors throughout the course of this season. The folks from Cigna HealthSpring. Remember that Cigna HealthSpring can find the right Medicare Advantage fit for all senior Crimson Tide fans. For more information, go online to Cigna.com. And now as the uh, winter and spring sports start to heat up, Keep up with everything Alabama with the new Alabama Roll Tide mobile app. It's presented by Corp South. The Roll Tide app gives loyal Bama fans like you all the information you need to follow the Tide all year long. It's available at the App Store and Google Play. Download the Roll Tide mobile app right now. It is absolutely free. This is the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield IMG College.
0: They say that car crashes happen in slow motion. The reality is that crashes happen fast. There's no time to think and no time to check if your child is in the right car seat. Car crashes are a leading killer of children 1 to 13. Are your kids in the right seat for their age and size? Don't think you know, know you know. Get more info at safercar.gov the right seat. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. OK, man.
3: Adopt US Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting A Teenager Learning the Lingo.
0: Hundo P. Hundo P. Adjective. Short for being 100% sure or certain. As in, if we get a puppy, I'll Hundo P always walk it.
3: You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. Visit adoptuskids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Adopt US Kids and the Ad Council.
1: Here's a first and 10 Mac Jones looks long Jalen Waddle goes up reaches up makes the grab touchdown Alabama 28 yards Mac Jones again to Jalen Waddle that made it a 45 40 45 to 40 Alabama lead. Uh, There in the fourth quarter, a six-plane 90-yard drive in a minute and 58 seconds. Hey, folks, a quick reminder that when the Tide returns to action in the postseason at a bowl game yet to be determined, as always, we will be there. We'll have a talk show for you a couple of days before the game. And, of course, complete game coverage right here on the Crimson Tide Sports Network. That's what's on tap for the Crimson Tide, presented by Bud Light. Saturdays and game days any time of the week are better with a crisp Bud Light at your tailgate. Keep it crisp, Alabama, and please drink responsibly. Now, the prescription for success for the Tide in its postseason venture is presented by Pay Less Drugs. Pay Less Drugs is your locally owned family pharmacy with four locations in the Birmingham area. Pay Less can handle your prescriptions, over-the-counter needs, and offers home delivery from select locations. Visit mynewpharmacy.com to pay less. How do you get yourself psyched up after all these years in the postseason playoffs? now you 've got a bold game,
2: yep. yeah yeah it 's something that uh, we 've obviously struggled with in the past, but you know this is a good opportunity, especially after a game like this, where you know the outcome wasn 't exactly what we wanted it to be, the season didn 't turn out like we wanted it to be uh, we 're going to find out a lot about the leadership of this team, but the, you know, the next few weeks are going to be great opportunities for uh, a lot of these younger guys, which we played a lot of young guys on defense. I mean, it was, yeah. that was the storyline story of this year was how many young guys we had starting that were not expected to start, especially at that linebacker position. And, you know, there were some mistakes that were made in a few of these games, uh, especially with the gap fits. Uh, not setting the edge, ball bouncing outside, nobody there to contain, or two guys taking the exact same guy. Uh, so there's a lot of opportunities over these next few weeks to be able to go in and the get some work to practice. get better. That's exactly yeah, right. I
1: can't overlook that.
2: Listen, partner, but some great spending these
1: Monday nights hey. with you here during the season. Enjoyed filling in it. For Chris Stewart. I glad, glad he's home. Chris hey, will be yeah. with you next season, but uh, it's been a lot of fun. Hey, I enjoy it. Thanks for being here. Thanks for filling in. I had a great time. My pleasure. That's Corey Reamer. Back to wrap it up on just a moment on the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield IMG College.
4: It's a different kind of work week out here. You need a tractor with enough power, performance, and versatility. The Kubota BX Series, the best-selling subcompact tractor in America. Now get a BX1880 for payments as low as $99 a month for 84 months or up to $2,000 instant cash rebate. Offers include a six-year limited powertrain warranty. Now through December 31st, 2019. See us or go to KubotaUSA.com for more information. To experience the power of Kubota, find a Kubota dealer near you at GoKubota.com. Hey Tide fans, it's time to watch the Alabama Crimson Tide roll. Whether you watch from home, at your tailgate or in the stadium, you can enjoy the great taste of Ziegler Jumbo Franks, the official hot dog of the Crimson Tide. Alabama's a tradition of winning, and Ziegler has a tradition of great taste. Enjoy your Ziegler Jumbo Franks at home, at the tailgate, and now at Bryant-Denny Stadium. Ziegler meats, a tradition of great taste for over 90 years. Pick them up at your local supermarket.
0: Bama fans aren't here for second best. That's why only Ballpark Buns are worthy to roll tide, bringing an onslaught of flavor and a stampede of freshness. Ballpark Buns taste like victory. Here there are no penalties for piling on. Our buns can take it. Dominate the tailgate, bring it at the barbecue, or be the picnic powerhouse with Ballpark Buns you are a force to be reckoned with. Get your buns in the game at ballparkbuns.com. What you're about to hear is everything that PPG covers with our paints and coatings. That was a skyscraper, car, ship, plane, roller coaster, and a ballpark. If we can do all that, we can cover your walls too. On your next painting project, trust the paint that's all around you, PPG. Well, that's going to do it for Crimson
1: Tide. Rewind this evening and this season from the new Baumhauer's Victory Grill in Vestavia. Be sure to join us next season for the show again. And don't forget, starting next Monday night at 6, Hey Coach moves to Monday evenings from Baumhauer's Victory Grill in Tuscaloosa. A big thank you to all the folks here at Baumhauer's in Vestavia. They have been most hospitable. Our engineer here at Baumhauer's has been Todd Robbins. Our studio engineer all season long, Mr. Jerry Kelly. I'm Eli Gold, been an honor to fill in for Chris Stewart. We pray he'll be back with you next season. For Corey Reamer and the whole crew here, thank you so much for joining us. Hope you've enjoyed this season's edition of Crimson Tide Rewind on the Crimson Tide Sports Network. Good night
0: and roll tide. Live from the brand-new Baumhauer's Victory Grill in Vestavia Hills, Crimson Tide Rewind has been presented by AT&T, America's Best Network. Reminding you that networks like college football should never be just okay. Best Network based on GWS1 score September 2019. And by Bud Light. This football season, keep it crisp with Bud Light. Please drink responsibly. Also brought to you in part by Dreamland. And barbecue. Ain't nothing like them nowhere. And a proud supporter of the Crimson Tide. And by Golden Flake, the official potato chip of the Alabama Crimson Tide. The preceding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of the Crimson Tide Sports Network.